0: Hello, vampires and slayers. Hola! I am here with my Sagan. Hello! And, uh, it is time for Killed by Death. Unfortunately, everyone, this is going to be the last episode until, like, fucking May or some shit. What are we looking at? Until the end of April. Holy cow. So I will find something else to talk to you guys about in the meantime, but it'll probably be like an every two weeks kind of thing. So with that out of the way, let's watch this episode. Let's do it. Do you have any, um, what are your memories of this episode before we get started?
1: I don't remember a lot about this episode because it's stuck in this crazy season and it's kind of just a fluff episode in the midst of all of this crazy bullshit with Angel.
0: Yeah. We're taking an emotional break from the angel drama.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, it's a palate cleanser episode. Yep. So I don't remember a whole lot about it. Let's, I think it was supposed to be not memorable.
0: Let's read the uh, the bad episode guide description. I, th- I need to just throw this thing away, honestly. I think you're so far into it now. <laughs> it's because I've taken notes in the book, so it's not like I could ever, like, <laughs> give it away. Okay. Buffy is in hospital in hospital with a dose of flu overcome with fever she sees a demonic figure stalking the halls a boy ryan tells buffy that death is coming for them and that he is invisible to adults buffy tells her friends about death the prime suspect is one of the doctors backer but buffy red herring red herring but buffy i I added that part oh (laughs) sees him killed by an invisible force Willow helps Buffy investigate Backer's office for clues while Giles and Cordelia discover the legend of Durkindestad, a demon who sucks the life from children. B- Good name. Durkindestad. Zoltan, Kamini. <laughs> Buffy <laughs> ingests some of the flu virus so that she will be able to see her enemy and, with Willow creating a diver- diversion, she and Xander follow him to the basement where the children are hiding. Buffy kills the demon. That's a very lackluster ending right there Buffy kills the demon full stop (laughs) (laughs) all right let's watch Buffy kill the demon let's do it we're gonna do like a real-time situation so we're going to pause every few minutes when we feel like talking about something and get you guys up to speed
1: yeah it's because my memory is trash
0: (laughs) it's all right I'm not doing like so, my traditional like research and all that shit It's my
1: fault I cannot take notes <laughs> and wait till the end it's Cause cool. I will forget everything Cause
0: this will take a lot less time <laughs> Lately with all the research that I do and I watch it like twice And then I seriously I'll like get up on a Saturday And I'll start doing all the shit that I do for the podcast And I'm not done until Michael gets home from work at like 4.30 <laughs> I feel like this
1: is a very good non researchy episode. Yes,
0: we don't need to. We're just going to take a breath and just enjoy it for what it is. So let's go.
1: <sighs> Buffy's in.
0: Okay, so what has happened so far? We get an opening scene of Buffy totally has the flu and she's trying to patrol still. She's pussyfooting around all week and ladylike. <laughs> all week and ladylike. And uh, thankfully Xander, Cordelia, and Willow were doing a patrol... Like, thinking that they were doing it for her in her absence. Well, and and thankfully in. she was sick or she would have staked them. <laughs> <laughs> she would have realized. She looks before she stakes. It's true. She looks look both ways before you stake. She almost didn't, though. Um, but they totally saved her because Angel shows up and he's like, Are we feeling not well, Lama?"
1: <laughs> yeah, that was he was really cheesy. That gross. angel's really cheesy.
0: And, you know? And then he did, like, the narrator thing. It's not looking so good for our heroine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that was the first moment of Xander being valiant in this episode, of which, spoiler alert, we're going to see a lot of angel or Xander machismo in this episode. <laughs> Is there? Xander trying to protect Buffy. Because he's about oh, to sit Gargoyle outside her hospital. So anyway, she collapses in the cemetery. They have to all take her to the hospital. Joyce shows up last because she's the worst mom ever. <laughs> like, Giles <laughs> has already been there for half an hour when she gets there.
1: <laughs> she's just aloof, man. Absentee parenting.
0: Yeah. Hardcore. And, you know, there's a lot of moments in this episode but, where I have to be like, what the fuck? First of all, what the fuck? Why are they going to keep her at the hospital well, looking, for days because of a flu? Looking
1: back to when we were in high school, though, you know, weren't we a little more free range?
0: That's <laughs> our,
1: true. Wouldn't that have been our parents, too, yeah. if you really think about it?
0: It's like, the oh, whole... you're
1: like 16, 17. What the hell are you take care of yourself? <laughs> Don't call me, me if anything goes
0: bad. <laughs> Don't call me unless you're bleeding. That's <laughs> yeah. what mom always used to say.
1: <laughs> I remember
0: that. It yeah, wasn't like the helicopter situation. No, helicopter parenting. Did thing. not have that smothering business going on. I want to know why Joyce just never seems to wonder why the fuck Giles is around all the time. Like, thankfully Giles is not a creepy predatory dude, yeah. but any normal mom would be, like, be like, "What's the up with deal this with your closeness with this librarian? librarian? <laughs> yeah. yeah, why do you hang out with this librarian guy who's forty-five, yeah. middle-aged British man?" <laughs>
1: but,
0: yeah, so just, that's where we are. we're at when the, the hospital. hell does when does Joyce
1: finally get to learn? When does Buffy finally tell her? It's at the end of the season. That's what I thought. Because because she
0: says, "If you walk out of this house, do not come back." Yeah. And then Buffy runs away.
1: Ugh! Heard those words, man.
0: No oh, man. I mean, do I, you I, want to talk about it? No,
1: I came back. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard those words. If you I walk out, you out the store, me me come and your mom did fight a whole hell of a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I I forgot to rebel until I was, like, 25. Yeah, yeah. And mom's um, like, oh, um, it's not really going to work right now. Like,
1: you're an adult now? This is done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, so that's where we are. We're at the hospital. The the nurse chick was like, we're going to need to keep you here for a few days, which I call bullshit on that, but... I'm also going to call that I...
1: I know she's supposed to be like the love hate, like somewhat villainous character in the friend group, Cordelia. But God I love her. Oh yeah. I just do. I love everything about her. I love how everything she's just like, ugh, so gross.
0: <laughs> We're all concerned about how gross like, you what look. What was yeah.
1: <laughs> that was her line when they <laughs> ran into Buffy and she's sick. We're all really concerned about how gross you look. <laughs> Well, just now where you paused it, Cordelia is saying, "Yuck,"
0: because <laughs> they're in the hospital. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Um, I just love her. So you're in for a treat because I've already watched this once, so I know there's many moments of Cordelia, of Cordelia being, being, like, being uh, awesome <laughs> in this episode. Cordelia, I is... feel
1: like this is I feel like it's funny because this is how I am with sick people. I don't do sick well. No. I'm just like, oh god, just take care of yourself and get better, please. I can't yes. handle it.
0: <laughs> you, you stay far away. So Joyce is uh, laying down some exposition. She's shown up for the first time in who knows how long. No, she was in the last episode. Oh, but she... <laughs> A lot of the time she's just gone for like three episodes at a time. She's shown up to tell us that Buffy hates hospitals because when she yes. was a kid, she saw her cousin get killed in a hospital. So that's Cecilia, where we are. That was the cousin's name, I think. Yes, I think so.
1: Or just Celia? I don't
0: know. Maybe it's, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Wow. Random kid cousin name. Let's get back on it. Alright. Okay, so we just heard Giles say something that we had to look up.
1: Yeah. Is that Cordelia is what?
0: Homerically? She's, she's being Homerically insensitive. Yes.
1: <laughs> Which,
0: who the fuck <laughs> knows what that <laughs> word means, Homerically? If we didn't have the subtitles on, I would have thought he said hermetically I insensitive. Would have... <laughs> and I just probably wouldn't have thought twice, even though if you really think about that, that doesn't make any goddamn sense.
1: So apparently, shall we read the definition? (laughs) Read it. Definition of Homeric, of relating to or characteristic of the Greek poet Homer, his age or his writings, meaning of epic proportions slash heroic. So he's basically saying that she is traditionally really, really, really in fucking considerate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But... She said something super insightful because she was like, Buffy, are you sure you're not just like, because of your past being afraid of hospitals, you're not like conjuring up a monster so that you, you can fight it so fight? you don't feel so helpless? Yeah. <laughs> and then Giles is like, Tact, Cordelia. <clears throat> and then she says, The quote of the episode. I'm that just going to go ahead one. and say that. Tact is just not saying true stuff. I'll pass.
1: Yeah, I wrote that one down too. That's a good one.
0: That is the Cornelia quote. That is, like, the quote that I think of when I think about Cornelia. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's just her whole personality right there.
1: That very well could be the quote
0: of the episode. So, Buffy has now, like, had some dreams where she sees, like, the Mm -hmm. Freddy Krueger creature. He took Tina. He took Tina. Who the fuck's (laughs) Tina? (laughs) The kids show up, tell her that... the
1: deaf guy took Tina. We don't know who the fuck <laughs> Tina is, but he took her.
0: Don't take Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Tina alone.
1: There was some gross, misogynist, macho shit between Xander and Angel. Xander,
0: but a little bit hot. Oh, no. Not,
1: it was just gross. Xander is like waiting vigil outside of Buffy's room, yep. and Angel shows up. Sitting shiva blah blah macho macho Xander tries to get him to leave and then what was the grossest thing ever that Angel says oh you still love her I bet it just kills you that I got there first
0: oh, like sick. like he peed all over Buffy Yeah,
1: he peed in her with his penis oh, inside oh. her slayer vagina and I want to know something too okay <laughs> is slayer vagina better than other vagina well that I mean, it's you know, be. healing properties, you think it'd be nice. But also, wouldn't vampire penis be really cold? Hmm, that is a good question. Like, vampire sex cannot feel good, right? You know. Wouldn't it be like screwing a cucumber this... out of the fridge?
0: Oh, God, it would. <laughs> <laughs> Screw a cucumber out of the fridge. <laughs> We'll see, <laughs> the whole vampires being able to have sex, I call bullshit on that entire concept. They don't have a
1: heartbeat, so how does their really yeah, no like, blood flow?
0: Yeah, exactly. You can't get just... it up without blood flow unless you're constantly in rigor mortis mode, which would just mean that they're hard all Maybe the time. Maybe they
1: hard all the time.
0: <laughs> Ew! Ew! I like to think Ew. that. They just tuck it in their
1: underwear strap.
0: I don't like to think that at all. I'm erasing it from my memory immediately. I'm sorry, Mom. Maybe they just,
1: you know, tape some popsicle sticks around it and go. Okay. This is going too far. (laughs) Okay, what have have I written? I always
0: bring it there. It's all right. Oh, we uh, decided that this is basically just A Nightmare on Elm Street, the Buffy episode. Yes,
1: and I feel like that's going to play into later on my clarity of message rating because I feel I'm getting a big sense of, I think this episode was kind of supposed to just be fluff and not take the storyline really anywhere, and I feel like it's kind of becoming an ode to just the horror genre in general. Yeah. There's been some Nightmare on Elm Street. Like visual references and just overall story references, like visually like The Shining and it seems very
0: like 70s, 80s horror
1: movie
0: Yeah, I was listening to my favorite Buffy podcast, which is much better than mine, but don't stop listening to mine, please called (laughs) Buffering the Vampire Slayer They were talking about like Everybody was just sitting around the writers' room, and somebody probably just said, "Let's do a Nightmare on Elm Street episode." Okay. Yeah. And that was it. I feel it. That was as far as they thought. I feel. As far it. as progressing the storyline. Um. What, what else was I gonna say? Oh, um, the casting of Baby Buffy in the flashbacks. So she's having flashbacks of when she saw Celia get killed when she was in the hospital when she was a kid. And like the casting of the baby Buffy, I think, is pretty good at first it's like what that doesn't really look like Buffy but if you've seen really young pictures of Sarah Michelle Gellar she looks like that kid just a little question. side note there um oh and she was playing in her flashbacks of like playing make-believe with her cousin as a kid she was playing a superhero
1: oh I thought she was the one that was being the damsel I thought the cousin was saving her no
0: no Buffy was power girl oh okay <laughs> so she was a superhero oh, hell, in her fantasies funny. before she was ever a superhero. I feel like it would have been an interesting choice
1: if they would have switched that, though.
0: It's true. So she was like, "Oh my God, help how me!" How that would have
1: been a very interesting character choice, and would have explained why it would have bothered her so much when her cousin died. If her cousin was like the superhero figure in her life. Oh
0: uh, yeah. Bad well, bad writers, bad. I think you're you're, you're <laughs> putting, missed opportunities. You're putting too much credit All on right. the writers for this particular episode. <laughs> Okay, let's go back. Keep on, keep Go on. back in. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> um, I feel like I've taken shockingly little notes for this episode. Yeah, there's really not a lot going on. Like, it's been another ten minutes, so I feel like we should say something, but... At this point, they're putting together everything very slowly. Yeah, we're in research mode. So, um... And Buffy was knocked out by, like, one hit from the invisible monster. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, they haven't put it together yet. But yeah, you have he, to...
1: killed, he killed the doctor guy drug him off. The you... doctor that you're supposed to think is the one that's hurting these children.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not him. And Joyce walks in on the secret meeting of them all talking about this shit. And they just mm-hmm. sort of shooed her away real quick. Yeah. Cordelia had the best... Like... I feel like I walked in on a secret meeting. <laughs> you sure didn't. Yeah. <laughs> With a big shit eating grin. <laughs> I think we are now at the third sweater set that Cordelia has worn in this episode. Because when they were in the cemetery, <laughs> it was like blue, and then later, or mint green or something, and then later it was blue, and now it's black. Yeah. Like matching shirt sweater combos. Uh, Xander is in his third pointy collar '90s situation, yeah. but this one's the worst. I don't it's even know what's jacket. going on with this one. But is it a jacket? It, I think it's the shirt and the jacket. A shirt has and got a jacket, crazy collar. Yeah. But earlier he had that sweater that was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, that sweater man. I want that blue and weird green sweater. Green maybe.
0: Yeah, it was weird. <laughs>
1: it was good.
0: So now, um, we're at the point where Giles is going with Cordelia back to do, race to be in research mode, and Xander's gonna stay, be in Buffy's gargoyle, and <laughs> cause that's what he's doing. I don't think he's left the hospital. There was a sweet little moment earlier, earlier Cordelia, like, confronted Xander about, like, his obsession with protecting Buffy. yeah it's weird and she was kind of mad but then she came back later with donuts anytime Buffy
1: is in any kind of like a fragile state like Xander is like oh I have such a hard on right now
0: I get to be the protector (laughs) you're completely right which is why they could never have a relationship because he's too interested in being her savior so gross Luna's over it.
1: Yeah, she is. She was over that Stitch doll, too. <laughs> She's like, get fuck off my
0: couch. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go back in. Yeah. Okay. Alright, it's over. <laughs> she snapped his neck in the basement. <clears throat> so, Buffy figured out that she has to have the flu in order to see Dacandistad. She has to have a fever. Oh yeah, that's right. A fever. <laughs> yeah. So she um, went to take of the blue virus so she could see it and then she killed it and now it's dead
1: our synopsis has been so boring (laughs) but i gave it a really high rating (laughs) oh my god i haven't done that part yet okay you vamp while i do that okay well i can i can tell you my things then okay so far there's been a couple a couple quotes So I'll go with a different one because you already said that tact is just not saying true stuff. I'll pass, which was awesome. Mine was Xander's quote from the very, very beginning. (laughs) He said, my whole life just flashed before my eyes. I got to get me a life. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's
1: pretty good. Or Buffy, when she's all in her feverish state, she's like, hospital zone, no singing. (laughs) (laughs) No singing. (laughs) Just because it's funny, it's cute, Buffy. So, my outfit wasn't necessarily a whole outfit, but, man, I want that sweater the band was wearing. That was good stuff.
0: That could be your object. Well, I have a different object. Okay. All uh, right.
1: My object was when the kid, Ryan, is making the picture of Dirk Kinderstad, I want that red lamp in his box, his Crayola big box. <laughs> Just looked awesome. I, d- I didn't even catch yeah. that. <laughs> it was this really cool, like red plastic desk lamp, and he just looked so comfy in his PJs, coloring with just his sail in the big dark. Bugs. With his. yeah, it looked awesome. I want it. I want to be doing that. It's a very
0: like homey hospital. <laughs> you know, it wasn't. It wasn't just like
1: sterile and bleached no, out. It was good, man.
0: So okay. that, was, that
1: was my object.
0: Who's your um, most valuable player? Oh, Buffy, yes. so, of course. Buffy,
1: I predicted it before we started. I was right. Okay, She was She was it, man.
0: So I already told you guys my quote. My outfit was... I think it was Xander's first outfit when he was wearing the plaid pants that look exactly like my plaid pants. Those are
1: good pants. But mine
0: are really worn out and they're falling apart. So if I could have his, uh, that would be good. Um, and then his sweater was like... Uh, it was like green and yeah brown or something like stripy. Yeah. and it had the zipper and i know yeah, you don't had like that big
1: ass 90s but... collar yep
0: yeah, it was good yeah it was, it was a good outfit although he was wearing a shirt under it which is never my preference when boys yeah. wear the shirts with the zippers because you got to be able to unzip it and then see some chest hair <laughs> like that's the goal right <laughs> Yeah, but I remember
1: having those kind of sweaters in the 90s and they were that gross, like, rayon acrylic shit. And yeah. you could not wear that without a, a shirt. They were so, like, you scratchy had and wiry feeling. Yeah. That was the bad side of those sweaters, man. Everybody had them, but they were so gross. feeling. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't, like, a nice, soft, like, woolenness. It was, like, that is just itchy sandpaper. Yeah,
0: that's true. It's, it's gross. a lot of acrylic. At first, I thought it was an Izod sweater because it had one of those little patches, but it wasn't. No. It wasn't the alligator. It was
1: something else. Man, the late '90s, early 2000s. It was all about synthetic materials. Polyester <laughs> like, lasts yes, forever, bitch. Like acrylic, polyester, cotton, and wool was all sissy bullshit. <laughs> Everything was gross weirdness.
0: So that's my outfit. I don't know what my object is. Like I'm trying to think. But about those satin pajama pants? Those were nice.
1: I bet those would feel really nice against fresh-shaven legs. I never had those, so I oh. wouldn't know.
0: <laughs> I would I would save them, break them out the yeah. three times a year that I shave three, my legs.
1: Uh, your leg-shaven pants, man, I bet that would feel amazing.
0: Uh, my MVP, this is going to be a shocker, it's Cordelia. Because, yeah. because Cornelia said the tact thing. She had the insight about Buffy conjuring up something yeah. that she could fight. She also she was the one. Found, she discovered the yeah, monster. And, yeah. and she had that great moment where she called Buffy and Buffy's like, put jaws on the phone. She's like, no, listen, bitch. I got your information. <laughs> that is, yeah,
1: that is true. Yeah, Cordelia really rocked at this one. Yeah. And you can't always give yeah, it to Buffy. Because Buffy's
0: just default.
1: That was a good scene. <laughs> She's like, He's okay, like, as yeah, Giles
0: did, she's like, listen! <laughs> I love how, like, they're so mean to her, but it just totally rolls off her back. She's like, whatever. Yeah, she doesn't... Giles like, why doesn't do I have shit? to hang out with Cordelia? And she's she, like, hey, tact guy. She has that level of
1: confidence, you know? She knows she's awesome, and she just does not give a shit what you think about her. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Um, we forgot to mention the continuity of the grapes. <laughs> So Giles brings Buffy grapes as yeah. a gift the first time you he visit her yeah. in the hospital. Well, we have
1: to set it up because they're all bringing her gifts. Okay. And Cordelia was like, "Nobody told me we were supposed to bring gifts. We're, we're supposed to bring gifts." And so Giles makes some kind of snarky British comment of like, "Well, that's what that's you know. That's what them, um, people people do in these kind of situations when somebody's sick."
0: Did you notice, like, in the whole scene, like before oh. he even talked? It was just Giles in the background putting something yes. in his mouth. So he's
1: eating these grapes and then, like so, a
0: yeah. crumpled up brown paper bag. <laughs> so he's like, he Here just Here's some like
1: grapes. Hands them to Buffy after saying this snarky comment to Cordelia, and he's just like, So grapes?
0: <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, Leading
1: you to believe that they were not for Buffy, that he just made some snarky comment and then realized he himself did not bring a gift, so he gives her the grapes that he's eating. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then like several
1: scenes later like the
0: next the day the grapes are still sitting on her bedside
1: table Have eaten
0: the grapes are the most consistent <laughs> part of the plot in this entire They're episode really
1: were. It was, those grapes it was good stuff it was like the episode with the dog it was oh yes, this, it was this episode's dog, <laughs> sunshine, sunshine, the grapes were this episode's sunshine.
0: Sunshine was the best, man. <laughs> I don't think we, we don't ever get to see sunshine again. I oh. wish
1: <laughs> that that dog could have just been like a longer arc. Of yeah, like just unspoken, never mentioned, like like in always the background, around Drew. Spike and Drew. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like just it's become dog. the third. It's the, they're a quintuple or <laughs> yes. the. Like even if it was just
1: for like you know through the end of the season or something just would have
0: been awesome more could have been done with sunshine Sunshine deserved better drusilla's track record with pets though that's true like the bird she never fed sunshine throughout that entire episode you know it that's true so, hopefully, Sunshine just runs away and finds a better family. That's
1: true. I forgot when she was still sick with the bird, and Spike is like, It's dead, Drew. You didn't feed it, and it died. Just
0: like the last one. That's
1: She's like, a, oh. Yeah, it's probably a good thing that Sunshine got away.
0: Oh. Um, I was gonna say something. Oh, um, Anthony Stewart Head's acting in this episode. I mean, it's always <coughs> choice, but I mean... The glasses cleaning game was top notch oh, in this I didn't episode. Even pay he cleaned his glasses so many did times. <laughs> like you think of him as doing that all the time, but he doesn't actually do it that much. Just, but in this episode, he did uh, it like two or three does times. Do you wear
1: glasses in real life?
0: I don't know. I
1: don't think so. So the, that's total man. Like he's totally in the character. Yeah. Like if he's using glasses as props he's and so cleaning hot. them, and
0: yeah, he's using it, dude. There was one moment when he took his glasses off, and I was like. You were so hot. He was really attractive. With the tweed suits. And Very everything. attractive British man. <laughs> British man. Um, let's see. I don't really have any notes. Um, Sanders drinking a surge at the end. That whole scene at the a end surge, kind of pissed yeah. me off. It really did because they were all like, "Joyce, go get me this." Joyce, Willow go get didn't me that. bother me
1: so much because she was just like, "Hey, I'm really comfy. Like, could you, while you're at it, like, do you mind refilling my drink? I'm oh. just really comfy." And then Xander is, like, some macho fucking pig bastard. Some slob. That's like, like yeah, more cheese nips. He's he's eating Cheetos off of his chest. And they're, like, yeah, all over Buffy's bed and shit. Like, at least Willow is, like, comfortable in a side chair. And Xander's, like, taking up the majority of Buffy's bed. He is
0: spreading on Buffy's bed! While
1: she's still recovering (laughs) and, like, demanding Joyce to bring more snacks and shit. Like, fuck Xander.
0: Well, to be fair, Buffy also was like, I wanted crunchy peanut butter and extra jelly. Like, go remake my sandwich, Mom.
1: She's (laughs) sick. And I can relate to that because I'm a terrible sick person. I am a whiny, disgusting mess of a person that just wants to be babied. Yeah, me too. That's Even like the only I'm time I'm affectionate awful. Is when I'm sick. Yes. Even though I'm awful <laughs> when other people are sick, so I'm like, oh, good. <laughs>
0: me too. It's
1: total double standard. <laughs> Sorry to my husband. You're awesome. <laughs>
0: Michael merely tolerates me when I'm sick. He just, like, gets me the things that I ask kind for. Of and, and then stays he stays away. Because yes. like,
1: you're whiny and you're pissing me off.
0: <laughs> I don't want to get sick. I'm, I'm a whiny, whiny, sick
1: person. It's bad.
0: Ah, <sighs> so, okay. This is, like, the shortest episode ever. Uh, yeah, it is. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? I don't know. What do we think? Oh, yeah. We need to do our five by five. Yeah. Did you do yours? I you did, did yours. I haven't said it yet, but I I, I wrote it down. Okay,
1: let's do it. Do you want to go first, or am I going first? I'll go first. You go go first. first. Okay, so I don't think there was really... I don't, you know, read all the books and listen to the other podcasts like you do, so based on my initial, you know, watching here, I don't really think there was any message. I think it was just purely fluff. I think, like you said earlier, they were like, hey... We should just do, like, a Nightmare on Elm Street-ish, like, horror movie-style fluff episode. And they fucking went for it, man. Yep. And so, if that was the point, I feel like that point got across very well. (laughs) So I gave it a five, and I gave it a five on enjoyability. Oh, this is,
0: like, a perfect score episode.
1: (laughs) Because, overall, it just was really enjoyable. It was. There's That's not true. a lot of drama. Like, there's some grossness, you know, here and there with Xander, but based We've on his past sex transgressions, that like, Xander. it was very minimal for, like, you know, Xander suckage. Yeah. It's very disappointing, because all the, you know, when the show was originally on, I had such a crush on Xander. I know. And now that I'm an adult
0: watching this, I'm like, We're God, like, he would have been, like, the
1: worst fucking boyfriend
0: ever. Worst boyfriend ever. Yeah. Um, Well, I think he would not have been the worst boyfriend ever. Considering some of the boyfriends that we did have in that time period, he would have been better than some of those. (laughs) Not like we both had the same
1: boyfriends, but I had like one boyfriend that was good during this time frame. Okay. I don't remember why the hell we ever broke up. That was weird. Why did we break up? I don't know. Jeremy? Yeah.
0: What happened there? I don't, I don't remember how it ended. I oh, don't either. Did he, like, <laughs> move away? Maybe. I don't feel like we ever, like, broke up.
1: Like, he just, like, Is went away. Is he still away. around? I don't know. No. I don't think so. Huh. I've tried to, like, look him up on Facebook and crap in the past before. Just, you know, like, hey, that dude.
0: It's are like, like, my first boyfriend. Whatever happened to you? It's, like, odd when people and, like, disappear yeah, now.
1: He doesn't exist on, on the internet internets. Mm. Anyway. Odd. I don't know. It was odd.
0: He was cute. He was a good first Virgo. boyfriend. Virgo. Remember that?
1: Yeah. He was a good first boyfriend. He served his purpose.
0: I didn't have a good first boyfriend. No. <laughs> no, no. No, no. He no. Way longer than you need to. Yep. Way past his expiration date. He okay. was a
1: Xander, God damn it. Oh, he was way worse than Xander. I don't know. I feel like that's how Xander would be in a relationship. I think he'd be very, very clingy and, like, borderline abusive when things didn't go his way xander kind of sucks man yeah i totally get that vibe from him i mean hello he treated anya like shit and then left her at the fucking altar xander is really sucky in relationships man yeah like he makes out with cordelia and treats her like fucking shit yep and constantly says mean shit to her but then just wants in her pants all the time
0: It's just it's just (laughs) bewildering to think back. I know because Xander was like my number one boyfriend
1: back then. And like how your memories are, it's hard to be like, oh wait, though. In reality, looking back on that, yeah, he would have sucked, man. (laughs) He's super possessive. Xander, bad boyfriend.
0: I think he is trying to be better at this point. Like he's had a few character development moments yeah so hopefully he's less cringy soon
1: I don't know does he get less cringy so I feel like when they all go to college, he gets more cringy because then he goes through his like crazy, jealous, weird shit because they're all like, you know, moving on with their life I know, and, and then, he then they just a total slob.
0: They just casually pepper in these scenes in the later seasons every once in a while of him being like a counselor to Buffy and like a voice of reason and he's the heart of the Scooby Gang. They just pepper that shit in whenever they feel like it, whenever <laughs> most of the time he's just a jackass. <laughs> And every once in a while, it's like, oh, Xander. Like, we have to
1: have a reason why they'd still be friends with this guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's make him be cool every once yeah. in a while.
1: Like, they've all gone off to college and done all this awesome shit. Xander's just there being gross. And Dude, stupid. I'm totally
0: cool with him being the townie though, because he he <clears throat> is that guy. Yeah, he is but that guy. But he didn't have to be a douchey townie. No. So now that we've gone on, um, seasons in the future, Xander tangent. tangent, um, my ratings for this episode, let's bring it back to season two, <laughs> dial it back. Um, so I'm a little disappointed that this is like the last one we get until, I think the next one's I only have eyes for you though, is it? Yes. I love that episode. Do you remember that one? No, what is that one? It's the one where like the poltergeist is in the school and Buffy and Angel <gasps> oh, like get possessed yeah, by the that spirit. That's
1: a really good one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's we have to wait till day. April twenty eighth for that. It's day before my birthday. Yeah. Day before it's like your birthday Eve. Birthday Eve. Um, so I gave this for enjoyability. I gave it a three. I, that really? that's a little low. Because I did enjoy it, but But those moments of, like, we didn't even talk about how gross Durkandestad is. With his eyeballs? Because, like, like, he had little sucker tendril things that came out of his eye sockets. Yes, yeah. and it was a really, like, can we talk about how it was a
1: really, like... Good combination of like really bad CGI and really bad claymation. Yeah. Like, depending on the angle of the shot, it was either one or the other.
0: And then when Buffy like reaches <laughs> out, so the things are already coming out of his eye sockets and they're going towards Buffy's face. And then she breaks his neck, but then they're just gone. They're gone.
1: So, you know, they it's bring just... out of their claymation
0: bad CGI budget. <laughs> They wasted their entire budget on turning Oz into the werewolf. like yeah, those really did look
1: like sticks covered with, like, spray foam. That was good shit. <laughs> <laughs> like that spray foam insulation. They just, they took just took painted some, it.
0: They took some chopsticks from the craft <laughs> services table. <laughs>
1: it was good, man.
0: Uh, and um, so, I don't know. I'm going to keep it at a three, though, because just in the grand scheme of episodes, this is a couple notches down from the best possible episode, but I don't know what the message... There one is no message. you've never,
1: ever, ever... I don't think you've ever said, and you may not have one, or you don't even have to answer this if you have plans for this question later on in this whole journey, but do you have an all-time favorite episode of
0: Buffy? Oh, yeah. What is it? It is the last episode of season four the, restless that's the dream episode when the with the cheese slices yes. and all that? yeah okay yeah that is a really that is one. the number what's your, one what's your number one what's your number one
1: oh gosh
0: i don't know there's oh, a gosh. lot of really good ones yeah
1: i would say as far as enjoyability wise goes probably that one yeah I think as far as, like, dramatic and, like, acting and, like, overall just, like, give you the feels, it's either the episode, which, spoiler alert if you're following, we've already spoiled things, (laughs) when she has to kill Angel sucks,
0: becoming part two,
1: but not just that, I think the episode, like, as far as, like, good acting goes would be... The episode when Giles comes up with all the fake tests and crap to get Buffy to spill the beans in the next season about what really happened with Angel. She finally admits that he did get his soul back is a really like emotional, like the very end of that episode is like a total fucking gut punch.
0: What, what is that episode called? I don't
1: know what it's called but man it's good and it's a really good well, he's like, like, It's with, a really good character without crying
0: too much for
1: Giles because he gets it out of her uh, without letting her know that yes. he's trying to give her some catharsis It's a really sweet tender nice pull. at the very end. That's like Willa's one. like so now what? He's like that's it there was no test.
0: Yeah. And it's like oh Giles it's awesome because <laughs> he's just being delicate because he knows how upsetting it is and he's like well we just need to go over the ritual uh, yeah, that may be, So, that how may did this go be, yeah that may be one of my favorites that's in season that's a three really, really I don't good episode. Which episode that is
1: it's like later on in season three yeah she comes back and is just a cold bitch for several episodes
0: mm. what is that one revelations maybe
1: i think it is yeah, I've got it. And be. if I'm
0: not mistaken, isn't that the episode where like the
1: very 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 final scene like after all that is when Angel comes falling down?
0: I think, <laughs> I think it's it
1: is. It seems like she finally comes clean and all that and you're left with this really sad awful feeling and then like the very last shot is like Angel falling
0: in a beam of light. If if that is it, then it's got to be Beauty and the Beast because that's he comes back in like the third episode of the second season. So it might be that, or it could be Revelations. I don't know, but that's mm-hmm. that's a good one. Good. Um, so I gave it a three for clarity of message, because like, like you said, I mean it's clear that it has no match- message, but they didn't even try to do like a metaphorical yeah, monster evil situation. Yeah, that's in this like Which is fine. It's fine. I think, I think yeah. that was the point. Okay. So it gets a nine for me. I'm snorting. <laughs>
1: it's a nine for me. Want to get for me a twenty-five? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's good shit. It's good shit. All right, so we enjoyed it. We didn't have a whole lot to say about it, but no.
1: watch it for yourself. You'll see. Yeah, it's not a lot to say. Yeah, it's good shit. The Kinderstad. Of the Kinderstad. Of the Kinderstad. Of the kids are gone.
0: The <laughs> kids are gone. <laughs> They've gone to the basement. <laughs> There's a basement access next to the children's ward. Nah. Mm. Yeah. Awful puns. (laughs) 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 Okay. Are we ready? Bye. Bye. Bye.